Yo, what up, world? It's your friendly neighborhood DJ, DJ Jim. Here with my fly-ass co-host, my sis, Gertie, a.k.a. La GG the G. We're live from the green box. What up, sis? We did it, Gio. <laughs> we did it. We did it. first season of our podcast. We sure did. We got to take it. <laughs> we sure did. Hey, I like how you did that. Hey, uh, congratulations to us, right? Congratulations to us. Shouts out to the producer, Gertie. I love you. You know what? We did, we had a great year. We got to take a shot. It's about to be new. It's New Year's Eve. We're leaving 2020 behind. We're going to new places in 2021, and it's up from here. I mean. We hit rock bottom in 2020, so might as well go only go up from here. So let's take this shot. Let's go ahead and take this shot. Start the show the right way. Yes, I'm scared of this shot too. I don't want to take it, y'all. But it's look at you trying to lean. <laughs> it's New Year's Eve, and we must do this. So shouts out to you, my brother, the producer. Another year for us. Let's do this. Woo! Oh God! Oh God! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh, that was awful. Oh, that was terrible. Whose idea was that? Yours. Oh, why did you let me do that? Because I'm the host. I'm the best. Oh, my goodness. I'm the host with the King most. King of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> hey, uh, this is, uh, we had to record. Uh, Shouts out to who we were supposed to have. We're going to have that episode for y'all later on, but we had to hit the year off. From the way we started with just me and you, sis. So, mm-hmm. so you definitely. Yeah. So last episode we had mentioned that we were gonna do River on Boys Part Two with yes. the other half of the crew, which is Keith and Cardell. Um, and we're gonna have them for season two. So it it all works out. Right. And sorry for this um, episode coming out a little bit late for those of you who are more um, following. Week after week, um, yeah. we had some scheduling conflicts, but we here. We you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Y'all don't I be mean, listening on time anyway, so it works out. <laughs> and the world been hating <laughs> on us, though. The world just in general. You know, the holidays came in. Um, you know, the pandemic is still here, and we have to brace ourselves and prepare and work around that. Yeah. So, but we're here. We're gonna give y'all a better episode or well, better season coming next year, and I, I can't wait. But we had a good run. Right. This is a good season. It really is. I mean, a good first season. I'm very impressed by our consistency at what it, at where it's at. Your work yes. ethic, um, how Appreciate invested it. you are. I'm blown away by the guests that we've had, um, and also the feedback we've been getting has been super positive. So. Yeah, so shout out to y'all, to the listeners. We are so grateful for you all out there. We we just trying to spread the love. So we appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Getting sentimental. Right? It might be the shot. It might be the shot, but I, I really think about that mm-hmm. too. You know, when some I have people come to me in the clubs and it's like, yo, I've been listening to your green box. And I just be losing it in the club. Like, yo, that means more. he literally paid to hear me DJ at the club. And that man, when he told me, yo, I came to tell you that the green box is fire. I just lost it. I was like, yo, you want to dream, my nigga? It was crazy. That's dope. Yeah, definitely. And this is our first visual recording. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I was nervous about that because, you know. <laughs> we're not making any promises, but it's it's nice to actually see what we do. Um, this setup is not our normal setup. So for those of you who do end up watching this um, yeah. visually, like... We switched it up a little bit, but we're learning and we're growing and we're trying different things. And I know a lot of people, since we've started this podcast, have been asking me 
um, like how to get started. And I want to be able to share all that knowledge and those gems right. as I learn more, um, as we learn more. And so here's a little sneak peek behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, man, that's what we do, y'all. We we climb the ladder so to pull y'all with us, you know, climb the pool. You know, that's what we on. So we're definitely going to try to help all you future podcasters, you know, even um, anything we can help you all out with, you know, get these into the education system. So if y'all need tutoring help, anybody that's uh, that knows us locally, reach out to us. Even if it's far, let, let us help you help. Let us be able to help you out. So let's do that. Let's get to it. All right. So if you all remember from the first episode, we played a game called 20 for 20, where we talked about 20 things that happened in 2020 so far. Yes. Um, And then I gave Gio 20 seconds to react to those things. So we're going to bring it on back and play 20 for 20 again. Yeah, I miss this game. But we're only going to do 20 things that happened the second basically half of the year. So since uh-huh. we started the podcast, what are 20 <laughs> things that have have happened? And then Gio, you're going to have 20 seconds to respond to those things. Okay, I like that. Okay. So you know what it is. I mean, pull it up. Pull up. I mean, okay. we got a lot to talk about. Let's go. All right. So we're going to go with the most obvious thing. Uh-huh. We got 20 seconds. 20 seconds. You're not racing. Why are you getting so ready? My bad. I'm prepared. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris win the election. Twenty seconds. Uh, I'm happy with the results. Uh, I think I made myself clear that I was voting for them. I'm very proud to see uh, a black woman in office. And shouts out to that. I we 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 talked about Donald Trump enough. I'm not going to give him more uh, of my platform to speak about that. Just pack your things and go home. And we, you know, we're going. We're moving on. All right, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, the next thing I wanted us to talk about, this is actually, okay, but now you got to talk about it in 20 seconds, which sucks. Yeah. So last episode, we had thought the verses was going to be Jeezy and T.I. And so yes. we gave our opinions about that. But then all of a sudden, curveball, there was a oh. change and it was Jeezy and Gucci, which was, oh, good. we would have never thought in a million years we would have seen that. So Jeezy and Gucci, 20 seconds. And go. I don't know if y'all really took in what I saw. Me being a hip-hop head, I can tell you out of all the beefs in this hip-hop world, I would have never expected to see Gucci and Jeezy on the same stage. That was history, y'all. It was probably the most exciting thing or best thing for me to witness in 2020, y'all. I'm trying to think of something that was better. Even beyond the election, I thought Jeezy versus Gucci was amazing. I watched it. I watched it three times. <laughs> I watched the whole verses three times, sis. Like, I mean, I I get goosebumps even watching it because that was historical. So I'm glad Jeezy and Gucci got back together in a sense in that room in that place to just push hip hop forward. How cool would it be if it? Well, first of all, I gave you more than twenty. Yeah, I know because we didn't get to talk about it. Yes, I know you did that for me. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I got goosebumps thinking about it. I'm over here like gooking out. Just, I mean, Jeezy and Gucci were on the same stage together, and I yeah. Do you remember really us cool here, Do you yeah. remember how we were? We had a listen. We had a little listening party here, and it was Gertie and a few of our closest friends. And we there was moments where we were complete quiet, like it, we were watching a pay per view. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. There was silence in here, y'all. Especially when Gucci got talking about to Jeezy about yeah. the, you know, when he played that true song. 
I, I was quiet. The room was nervous. 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 <laughs> it was one of the best things I've ever seen. For people who watch it on Instagram, it looks very different on yeah. Apple TV. So you could see on, we watch on Apple TV. And on Apple TV, you could see that Gucci came in with a whole entourage. What? And Jeezy came in by himself. I was like, oh, we're going to watch Jeezy die on camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was convinced. I was like, oh my gosh. This and is- Gucci wanted all the smoke. I mean, I, I I wanted to see that, I, but at the same time, I I was scared. I was twenty twenty has been so crazy. It's almost made me a pessimist about certain things. Like I get way too. Oh my god, someone's gonna die. Like there's yeah. there's the last day, and I'm just like, what curveball is twenty twenty gonna throw at us? And I shouldn't even think like. I mean, I usually don't think like that, but this year has just thrown so many curveballs. Yeah, man, and you know. I, what I hope, though, you know, collectively as people, we we knew that 2020 was bad. And I hope collectively as people, we go into 2021 with just great intentions in our hearts and what we do. And, and I think that will change the world because we got exposed. You know what I'm saying? So I hope mm-hmm. that when we take the leap to 2021, that everybody collectively wants to see better. And I think that's where it starts. But that everybody does better, too, because the road to health is paved in good intentions. So not right. just intentions, but the action behind it. Facts. Um, let's go to the next one. So also last episode was right before Thanksgiving. So the Kevin Hart special on Netflix was about to come out. And <laughs> <laughs> that's my next thing for 20 for 20. 20 seconds. Kevin Hart's new special. I thought it was decent. It Obviously, it's not Kevin Hart's best work, but... Um, I thought it was pretty decent. I missed hearing Kevin Hart do comedy, so I went watching that with good intentions in my heart to like at least just get that feel of Kevin Hart. A lot of y'all forgot how good Kevin Hart is, and I see the hate that Kevin Hart's not funny. They sure do hate you at the top, is what I've watched mm. the success of every black you know superstar. They when sure you're at do the hate top, at they, the top. They, they they start critiquing you in a different way. If you go into watching any comedy show, Gertie, your ten seconds is up. Yeah, no. Let me do, okay, you know what? <laughs> That's done. Go but ahead. I'm, uh, I'm going to say this. If you go into anything with bad intentions or like, yo, uh, Kevin Hart's going to be whack. Let me turn this on. It's going to be whack for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to find the things that are not funny. But when you go into it, like the way me and my sister try to go into everything that we watch or we, you know, we venture in with good intentions and with a clear, unbiased mind, you get funny. Yeah. I find it impossible for people to sit there and forget like how much Kevin Hart Change the comedy world, but go ahead. Yeah, I. I You're with me. I did. I'm with you. Like I went in with a pure, like open mind. Uh huh. Um, I didn't enjoy it too much, but I didn't think it was like. Like there were laughable moments. People act like there was nothing to. I laugh mean, I about. thought there was a few highlights. Like, I guess for me, the group chat joke was had me bust out laughing because I have group chat with plenty of my homies. So when he had that moment, um I thought the like the 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 daughter is a whole joke. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. That's what I, I said. Like, it had laughable he's like, moments. Oh my gosh, like that was a hope. Like I was like, I was like come That's on what I'm now. saying. It definitely had laughable moments. Um yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. it but it wasn't my favorite to Do me. Do you not just, enjoy Kevin Hart though being in that type of like setting where it seemed like he was more calm, like, you know, I'm just going to just talk to y'all. I think Kevin Hart, I do like that. Like, when I see him, like, on The Breakfast Club and in interviews and stuff like that where he feels And even in that special I'm talking about, too, as well. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I, well, my issue with the special and those moments is sometimes I feel like, and it's not his fault, 
but he defends himself too much and defends like like he's he acts like he doesn't care about the blogs, but like talks about it so much, and I just be feeling bad. Like it, I'd be like, you don't have to explain. In my opinion, you don't have to explain. I, so, I, sometimes I wish people would adopt like I could, I call it the Jay Z in the elevator mentality. Like you're you don't need to talk about it. Like you don't need to talk about it. Jay Z always brings it to his art. So when Kevin Hart spoke about it in his art. I, I was like, I was very satisfied. Uh, to me, I hated the aftermath, the critique of his show or his special. That's what I'm saying. Outside of the stand-up. Yeah, okay, like, okay, okay, When he's on interviews, he's like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. And then it's like, then I don't mind. I, I agree with you. Jay-Z will always make a profit off of his bad life. Yes, <laughs> like, he will talk. Anything that happens bad in his Jay-Z, life, like, he's yeah, going to make not gonna talk to you on the too. interviews. We are going to talk about this on WAP. It's like, if I'm going to gonna talk about this, I'm going to get paid for it, which I respect. I just feel like Kevin Hart does this thing where he's like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, but it's like, you kind of do care, and I wish you didn't care, but I get why you care, because you're human. You're human. But I wish you didn't, because it's like, to, your, to me, I, I, call, I consider myself a real Kevin Hart fan, like, I don't need an explanation. Like, yeah. Don't cheat on your wife, and I will be good. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm definitely with you. I don't mind it on it when he's actually doing his comedy and he like talks about y'all, y'all haters, and he he does that. I don't mind it when he does it in his art. It's them. the it's don't the saving say them. Them. <laughs> I. But um, when he critiques his work after is my problem with Kevin Hart. Like when he does, you know, just like you said. He'll get on his live and be like, I don't care. I don't care. And then you could see that it, you're affected by it. And we could all read that. Yeah. You know, we all read it with you. But go ahead, sis. Let's go to the next one. Okay. So this one's double embedded, but Thanksgiving weekend, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones oh. <laughs> fight. That happened. Okay. 20 so seconds. Um, sis, you know that Roy Jones is my favorite boxer of all time. They didn't know that. Word? Yeah. Mike Tyson is actually number two. Mm. Yeah. So Mike. Two favorite boxers of all time. I was just happy that they came out there with good health. I didn't expect to see as much action as I did. So I got to see some, you know, some flashes of their greatness. Roy Jones looked fast in moments. Mike Tyson looked powerful in moments. So I enjoyed that. That was a, that was a moment in history, too, as well. I lost track of time. but Some of the best um, things that happened in 2020. Was it a draw, though? I mean, unpopular. I mean, of course, I think that Mike Tyson won that. But I think Roy Jones did enough in the later rounds to dodge a lot of Mike Tyson's punches mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't mind the draw. Of course, you know. What else happened? Mike Tyson was oh, the, uh, right. Mike Tyson was the, he was favored to win. Mm-hmm. And that was easy to choose Mike Tyson. So Roy Jones held it down. But go ahead. Um, you can go to the next one if you. Sh- yeah. Oh, you but something else happened that day, Ooh, <laughs> that night, when Nate Robinson got knocked out oh <laughs> that was one of the most entertaining things in 2020 was seeing that yeah. and we saw what i saw was an athlete who thought he could take somebody else's craft for lightly and he went in there thinking like i'm so athletic i can just fight and you could see like yo boxing is a but skill the, but neither one of them were boxers yeah, well the other one been training like a boxer was it jake paul yeah i think i think it was name. jake paul i don't know what his, was his name or yeah. one of the pauls and uh one of the youtube stars he was training like a box. You could oh, I thought see. Nate Robinson was too. Trying to. I thought he was trying to it's too. New Year's. Those are fireworks. Fireworks, y'all. <laughs> Not I'm in the shot. ghetto. Ratata. 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 So, 
Um, Nate Robinson getting knocked out was so entertaining, but you've seen it was that. But I, I uh, y'all, y'all don't be jumping into nobody's craft thinking it's sweet. Like I learned I that very quickly. Uh, and there's people who say that all the time. And then I, all right, go ahead. I'll, people say that about am teaching I creep for too. That? Am I creep for that? That I will set somebody up to go ahead and try to DJ, mm-hmm. knowing that they can't do what I do. And say they would cheat. No. Go ahead. I want to see you do it. Bruh, Here's three kids. <laughs> teach them, and they will see. Like 2020 taught a lot of parents what teachers do every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you they just said it. That's the word what of the day. Do. What? Not just, par- but I'm not coming for parents, but just people in general. Like people really realize. Oh, people how got much a work. lot more respect for teachers in 2020. So pay us. Oh my goodness, disciplining y'all kids that y'all see y'all kids not focus on the screen. On a computer. Yeah, so when we tell you that your child is in focus, don't be like, well, it's the way you're teaching. <laughs> it's no. The way you're teaching. <laughs> My son perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, there's it's been, the way you, what you doing. There's been like, so many parent-teacher conferences where I'm just like, okay. It's like, did so you that, feed my son? Because he, he's cranky when he don't eat. You be like, what? Did I you just, feed him? I used to invite parents to my class. That's the best thing like, to do. Come watch them. Come you see. can sit in the back and see. And then, but that doesn't really help because the, they child, tighten up. the child's going to tighten up. Oh, let me add something to that. I don't know if this works. Invite them, but tell them to like watch from a distance. Like, oh, I've had parents do that too. Like they'll just watch from the door, the little window in the door. Yeah. And then they would like, I had one parent like storm in after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah, they was cutting out one day. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, I, honestly, that could be a hug. You know what? We said it first. A TV show. We said it first, though. Live in the Green Box said it first. That is a TV show that we own. We're going to patent it early, sis. I said it first. You said it first. We need to be a part of that production where teachers are hiding and watching their children. Parents. Uh, parents. Mm-hmm. I said, what is it? Teachers. Yeah. <laughs> parents are hiding and watching their children. Act a fool. It's going to be fun. I, and I know the feeling, too, because I have very close relationships with my kids. So there's times where I would have a substitute, but I would still have to come on campus for something. Ooh. And I would come on campus and be like, what y'all doing in here? <laughs> y'all giving her a hard time? In? <laughs> They'd be like, that's Eugene. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You ever, I, you ever remember back in the day when you had a substitute who knew their, what they were doing? Oh, yeah. I had a few. I had a, I had a direct line with Dr. Rice. She told me exactly what y'all supposed to be doing. <laughs> so like, yes. I'm like, oh, I'm scared of this substitute. This was supposed to be a fun day. The first school I taught at, we would put teachers in. What happened? No, I just, you were, you got away from oh, the Oh, the first, <laughs> the first, sorry. The first um, school I taught at, we would put other teachers from the building as substitutes. Yeah. So like if I'm, because I was off first period. So if somebody needed. I would then watch somebody else's first period class. And so it was easier to manage behavior because it's like, oh, there's a real teacher at the school that I know. Yeah. So it's not gotta like respect. a substitute. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wish I was kidding. When them teachers, when them teachers substitute a class for another teacher, they come in with their rules and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'd be like scared of them teachers. I'd be like, yeah, y'all never had me, but guess what? It's going down like this. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> When's Miss Eugene coming back? <laughs> okay, next one. Let's see. We have Okay, we talked about this a lot this season. I don't even want to talk about it no more. I know what you're about to say. But I do want to just bring up, since this podcast has started, one um, 
thing that's changed in this topic <sighs> is that Megan Thee Stallion dropped good news. Yes. And more specifically, she... Her, Shots Fired. Shots Fired is the opening track on there. Um, <sighs> Tough So track. basically all season we've talked about Megan and Tori. So anyways. 20 seconds? 20 seconds, good news. Go. Please forgive me, y'all. 2020 has been a tough year. And there's a side of me that was waiting to hear the reply from Tori and Megan. But with things that have surfaced to us, I have came to the conclusion that we got to protect Meg Thee Stallion by all costs because a lot of us men was waiting for Tory Lanez to sit there and say what he said, and we should not have waited. It was... Once we hear somebody gets shot by a man, a black man shoots a black woman, we should just automatically cancel that motherfucker. But... I was on the other side of things. But do we have to, to cancel? I'm not. A, you know, I hate canceling people. But I, I this is the things that I, I read y'all comments, y'all. Y'all be replying to me and I read them. And they, I've been, I've been on both sides of the fence. So I've been a, once. I have a question. What's the difference between canceling and not supporting? I is think, there a difference? I think holding somebody accountable and letting them go through punishment is Different than just canceling somebody. So Tory Lanez is going through his punishment. I don't know how long that will last, but I've watched the world forgive some infamous things before. And um, for example, Chris Brown, I, I bring that up to sit there and say that I have been a person to forgive people that I like and ignore the people that I hate. And I'm not saying that I say I hate Tory Lanez, but he's not no Chris Brown. But I saw the defense of Chris Brown's fans from ladies and men alike because we just like Chris Brown. But you see the same defense for Tory. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. so I do hear the same defense for Tory Lanez. So if people are fans, are I'm not going to take him. away from hearing both sides of anything. I'm, I'm going to try to be that type of person to hear everything because even if it's a problem with me, I want to hear your defense. But um, at the same time, I think we we handled it wrong. But there's a lot to like break down with the toiling. That's why we bring it up so much because there's a lot to learn and unfold about that as a society. How should we handle these situations? You know, I there was a side of me that said like "fuck Tory Lanez," but I'm like, nah, that's a black man too as well who who's defending himself. And I mean, you know, I gotta leave it for the courses there and like. Mm-hmm. But if what if Tory Lanez was is comes out as innocent? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on the side of history that said like you know cancel Tory Lanez, fuck Tory Lanez. And but I, when he gets when he gets convicted, I'm I'm on the side of like what I what I initially thought that he was wrong. That's what I've always been on the side of. But go ahead. Yeah, because I have a theory about what happened that night. Right. I don't think I. I and we we don't. What's your know. theory? What's your theory? I want to hear that. I think Tory Lanez and Kelsey were fighting over the gun, and it went off. Uh, I okay, and, and I'll say this. I think I think I think I think they. I think she got shot by accident. I do think it was Tory, but I think they were. I've been one bad night. Twenty twenty has shown me some of the worst moments in history, but like it was. A, I, I think it was a bad night. I think Tory needs to to face the music and have to be punished for what he did. But it, I think it was a drunk night gone wrong. I think it was. I think a it was drunk, a very I, drunk night. I gone think wrong. it was a drunk night gone wrong too. Um, and I think there were a lot of other layers to unpack there. I just, I felt like Tori's, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get all deep into it. Right. I just, my biggest thing is I don't want to support Tori on this project. I feel the same way. That was my same approach with Chris Brown. But like, let me tell you about, let me tell so, you, and I, I love that you did that because you're consistent. 
Because, you know, when I bring up Chris Brown to other women, they don't know what to sit there and say. Because they, they knew that they were secretly loving Chris Brown still. Mm-hmm. But when I talked to you, it was like, no, I watched you not support Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. So you stayed Which was the hard. Same. It was hard because, you know. And Chris um, Brown is a great artist, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. If Go Crazy come on, I'm going to listen to that. And that's like, a great not, track. That's a great track. And it I'm It makes me feel good. <laughs> and yeah, it makes yeah. me feel good and everything. But I... Stopped going to Chris Brown concerts, and you know, one of my first concerts was Chris Brown and Neo. Like, and that I love. Can you imagine Gertie watching people who went through the same thing as Rihanna go to these concerts? (laughs) It's like some of the weirdest things to see. It's like, yo, you were Rihanna before. You were a Rihanna, and you're supporting him. But with the Tory Lanez, people wanted me to just crucify him. I think that's just the too much of the the status quo of this. New world we're living in, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just to it was hate also. People. I will admit, it was easier for me not to listen to Tory Lanez because I don't. I'm not a huge, huge Tory Lanez fan. Like whatever comes on the radio. If Tory Lanez didn't do what he did, Gertie, though, mm-hmm. I mean, I I know you haven't listened to it. I'll give you a couple of years to listen to it. That album was the album of the year. Like, I mean, it was incredible to me. Mm-hmm. I heard it one time because you think that I had was to that? Learn. We're going to talk about albums of the year later. He don't mean that literally. I do mean that. You think that was the album of I, the year? It, it's can't. It's not my album of the year because. Where we can't give no totally not, go his punishment. Let's say they didn't go through whatever they went through. You still think that was the album of the year? Yes. Oh wow, I'm surprised. I just didn't think it. I mean, I heard it was good. I just didn't think it would be that good to every outshine, song is amazing. Outshine certain songs. I'm just surprised. And, you know the production, all the story that need to be told. You know, as a hip hop fan, y'all, I couldn't even help myself. And if y'all don't forgive me for that, Chick I understand. Chick was one of my I, favorite things that came out in 2020. I'm not Chick Stakes was yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that came out in 2020. Yeah. See, Tory Lanez was on his way to being a le- like literally like a legend. Like, how did that happen? Like the in- he, he bought his masters. COVID. He That's bought his masters. Problem. He came out with the Chick's tape. He had the uh, quarantine radio online. Everything was. On the way to, for us to see Tory Lane now. Oh no, I lied. it came out at All-Star. the end of last year. Sorry. The end of last year. Okay, sorry, sorry. But we were still hyped off the end of last year. You know, I'm, like this J- was going to be a Jerry good year. Jerry Springer was on that. Yeah, like, Sprunger or something like that. This was going to be a good year for Tory Lane. The just, best year. But the thing is, and a Grammy. But the thing if is, he had that production, if he had that uh, that I, if he had those songs in production, and. It, I wish. The thing I wish is, it didn't to me happen. Is, to me, is patterns. That's my. I, and I keep trying to emphasize that. I lost my I words. You saw me. I, I just lost my words. Go ahead. I don't try to hold people to their worst night or their worst. Because if, if people held me accountable to, to my, my worst, worst moments, <sighs> I wouldn't have friends. Says so you might have not like, forgiven me for my worst moments. I'm just and vice versa. Right. You know. And I. But with both Chris Brown and Tory Lanez, I saw a pattern in their behavior, and I was just like, oh, this person is just like kind of not good to women or yeah. good to people like Tory Lanez in the beginning the thing I used to always say is like he's such a hothead he stay in fights with fans he was beefing with I think it was it Drake earlier earlier but he, he patched that up he patched that up but it was just like it, it just seemed every time he was on camera it just seemed very angry so to me which maybe anger needs therapy and doesn't need yeah. cancellation but that's, that's what about you know to, and not with to Megan talk- I was like did he just again lose his temper and I'm like so there's no reason for me to continue to support him versus like not versus and same thing with Chris Brown Chris Brown was a hot not a hot head we didn't know that all the time but after Rihanna he kept getting in situations Let even Karuchi had to put a restraining order on him I not to have such empathy for these guys though but going back to some of these guys being billionaires well not billionaires millionaires 
at 16, 17, 18, 19, Tory Lanez was literally behind the scenes pro- producing and writing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez is one of those guys in hip hop. So while his albums, and his albums have been pretty decent, Tory Lanez is actually a very good artist. So, but when I see these young men getting this money, there's a lot of empathy that I have. I just put myself in those shoes and see some of the mistakes I might have made. You know, at my age now, being above 30, if you were to give me millions at 19, 20, 21, I'm sure I would have went through a, a, a phase of a lot of bad moments but mm-hmm. we and, and social media it's easy to media, go through your bad moment in private right exactly exactly the growing phase of being a man we wa- we watch Chris Brown Not LeBron this podcast now Jeez. that's why <laughs> LeBron James being somewhat of my age I don't know where Le- how old LeBron or younger than me no he's younger than me LeBron isn't younger than no no you. no he's older than me he's I'm tripping than yeah. um LeBron is younger older than me I, he's very close in age in a sense yeah, right not, not that big of a difference not big of a difference and that's why i think lebron james has set a standard so far and beyond what's really normal mm-hmm. you know staying with one person without having the problems and having a family and just mm-hmm. you know being one of the greatest basketball players of all times like no that don't, chris brown's birthday the, was yesterday by the way yeah you give, <laughs> just turned 36 but you give a rapper the world to explore out of whatever small place you came yeah. from and where, where's chris brown from do you know uh virginia Virgi- no, Virginia? Virginia. Yeah. yeah, so you give Chris Brown that world, and I'm sure he's in California and Atlanta all the time and seeing a new world. And I know he's growing as a human, and that's not just to defend Chris Brown. I'm just talking about all like people in general. He's going to go through growing, a lot of growing pains. That's why I'm always grow- able to forgive oh, a lot of... I'm so sorry. I said, um, I'm able to forgive celebrities when they have a couple of hiccups across the road because I'm, I'm like, yo, I had those same hiccups on the low. But sometimes who they grow into is who I don't like. Yeah, but then again, like you know. Bow Wow, we got to watch Bow Wow. <laughs> we got to. <laughs> we got that was to... <laughs> so funny. That was such a good one. Like we got to watch Bow Wow grow up, and he made a plethora of mistakes. Good... And I was like, "Oh, he's just a kid. He made mistakes." And then yeah. it was just like, "Oh no, you're an adult now." Yeah, but you see, just, I just not really a fan. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. I... It shows a little bow what he did for hip hop. He all did. That. You know, I, I still put bow respect out. on bow. My dog. Hey, listen. I need bow to know. I still rock with him, but bow just lets me know that people are human even more. Yeah. Bow bow just a regular duck who just says too much. Like, I mean, bow has taught me to not say a lot of different things because he is ruining himself sometimes. Just I love talking him, though. the little camp, the little jet thing set the tone for bow. But you know what it is. As a fan of Bow Wow, I laugh at those moments. If Bow Wow doesn't Bow Wow, I don't like him. Bow Wow doesn't Bow Wow. Bow Wow got a Bow Wow. Yeah. When Bow Wow was also like, when Bow was like, I'm the hottest rapper ever, like, including Jay Z. Nah, it was the lie about Death Row. The that Death shit. Row shit. Yo, if he doesn't Bow Wow, that's Bow Wow Bow Wow. That's Bow Wow Bow Wow. I love it. I, I need Bow Wow to Bruh. keep doing that because it's not funny unless he. Okay. Man. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> we are not moving along to it. Okay. It's these shots and these drinks. Tonight we're going a little bit too loose. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. All right. Stimulus round two. Oh yeah, I can't wait to get my little stemmy stemmy. But I understand that um 
I understand that. No, first and foremost, <laughs> something about our government not loving us. It, it, it's like I said, 2020 has been the year of the vision for real. And yeah. the government has been exposed in so many different ways. You know, mm-hmm. some Donald Trump was a blessing in disguise, low key to how he has exposed how this government and how they run things is a complete joke. And they're holding old rules and trying to apply it to this new world. So when it comes to the stimulus check, we deserve more as people. We went through a lot. And so it's laughable. Up. But to make it laughable even He's more... He's not letting it be times up. <laughs> I need my little stimmy stimmy. I'll take that 600. I'll but, take it. I need it. But I'm not happy about it. I'm like, not happy Especially about it. when there was an opportunity to have 2,000. There should have been opportunities throughout this pandemic to have even you more. Got, Greta, you, but, had, you had the... You had Democrats and Donald Trump on the same page agreeing with each other. I'm like, if this man worked this hard his last four years, we might have gave him four more years. They got on the same page and Mitch McConnell, I look at his face. Doesn't he look like somebody who just wants to ruin things? It's like, bleh. Like, he just looks like that. When I see his face, I'm like, I don't it's think he's going to jerk. He ruined it for all of us, y'all. Yeah. So, I mean, this 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 whole government system between Democrats and Republicans, I'm really out the game, y'all. Like, I'm going to just vote for who I want to vote for, but I'm out of this whole... Politics has exposed itself so much for me personally that I'm mm-hmm. done with it all, to be honest. That makes sense. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm like, out I'm of it. disappointed. No, I'm not studying it I'm going to no take more. that 600, but it's only going to put, like, a debt in my debt. Hey, we won't just grind. What I'm looking at is the black excellence that's going on amongst the community. So, things have been exposed, but Shouts to my boys, Blocko Tacos out there. I've seen people just figuring things out, and I've seen the black community support. So that's what I'm on. Forget politics. Yeah. The pandemic, um, I noticed something you posted on your Instagram today. <laughs> but the, pan- <laughs> I said on post, the pandemic um, really required people to be creative. And you, you had posts like the pandemic required DJs to get creative. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just required people to get creative about... How they're going to, like, supplement some of those losses. Um, yeah, like, you know, having money for a rainy day got really serious this year. Like, and I mean, I'll tell y'all personally because I love y'all so much. it just kept freaking raining. Yeah, it just kept raining. I thought, like, at the beginning of the year, I made a little joke to my girl, like, on the side, like, I'm doing so well. I'm about to be rich this year. I said that right before the pandemic happened. Just the year was starting off so great. And then all of a sudden just fell off. And as I was like, I thought I prepared myself, I got to that ugly place where I'm like, no, I'm not prepared. And I know better next time. Yeah. This year has definitely taught me so much. Um, and so it just gave me a lot of like ideas for next year. So Right. This I'm podcast excited. came from that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, Lakers win the finals in the bubble. LeBron James, I mean, simple as, hey, y'all, that, you know, once again, going to 2020, some of the best things that happened, you know, in in remembrance of Kobe Bryant, who passed away this year, was for the Lakers to win a championship. So um, I thought it was, I thought nobody had a chance. Shouts out to the Heat, you know, being from Miami. I thought that Heat fans and all of us should be very proud of them, but I don't think there was nothing to stop LeBron James and the Lakers from winning this one for Kobe. I hate it had to be the heat though, but I mean, it just, <laughs> I, I was, I was like, you know, y'all can't, there's nothing to stop this Your from the barriers taking away. Let's go. This is one DJ you don't want to fuck with. This one, that was for you. I'm bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
I just sometimes I like to add new drops. I don't think nobody <laughs> heard that. <laughs> hey, y'all. For the listeners, she just tried to punch at me just now. She was staring at me the whole time. Let's go. Okay. Um, WAP breaks the internet. And WAP. Cardi wins Woman of the Year. Billboard's Woman in Music of the Year. Ooh. With one record. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll... Uh, for the people who like filming, my face just cringes. I mean, I love Cardi B. I'm a Cardi B fan, but that doesn't make sense at all whatsoever. Like, I mean, I thought Woman of the Year has to be Meg. Like, I don't think there was a hotter female MC this year, period. I mean, if we're going to do that, I mean, I can't think of anybody. I don't know when their year starts. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it yeah. could be like include some of last year. Um, but Cardi went on a rant because people were like, how does Cardi? How did Cardi win record. woman in music? And she only dropped one record this year. But Cardi went in Cardi's defense was like, "Well, <laughs> no one did numbers like me off a of WAP." Like, and I was like, "Okay, that's valid." And she was like, "I got to look that up for myself." WAP was a big record, but there, there was some huge records. I don't but she, but well, she was saying like WAP broke. Like that's why I was like, I started with WAP broke the internet, right? Because it did, and then. Um, and so she went on to say that, but then she also said it encompasses a lot of the other things she did. Basically, Cardi was a big factor in getting Joe Biden in office. I will say that, yeah. Um, and she just like, you know, she started from even the Bernie stuff. So she was basically saying like, it's not, it, she is an artist who's getting a year award, if that makes sense, as an influential woman. But it doesn't mean it's just off of music. I, was I, like, I still, I still want to sit there, and I, I still can debate that maybe Meg could have won Influencer of the Year just because of Meg's like off, you know, outside of the record, she's in school and enrolling, and you know, the inspiration that she gives black women or women in general. You know, I, I, I think that just. You know, one track, I understand what Cardi B did, but we're just talking about the most influential person of the year. I think that hip-hop reigns supreme, and the hottest woman in hip-hop was Meg. So that's that's where my guess is. I, I get from. that, but and I, Meg I get decides what Cardi to walk saying. in the, the right side of history on how she wants to represent yeah. herself as a role model. So I like that. I but get that. I, I Shout out to Cardi, though. I do think that Cardi made sense when she brought in the election stuff, because her impact was ended up Let me ask you a question. more... More impactful because it was the election. The election, yeah. right? So I can only imagine. But I mean, what about Stacey A? Like, you know, it didn't have to be it's Billboard though. Oh, so it's Billboard it has to be music. An artist. Yeah. It has to be an artist. Okay, I like how you put that. Okay, I, I, I'm not mad at it, but mm-hmm. I guess I still would have voted for Meg to win that. I mean, I just don't see anybody hotter than her this year. And everything that she I, went I, through and the bounce back, I just thought it was more influential. But go ahead. I agree as far as just who would like, you have next on the list. Megan. Who would you have at the Megan? You have anybody else? Mm, Cardi. <laughs> um, maybe, no, 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 maybe. no, no. Yeah, yeah. I guess outside of Cardi and Megan, is there anybody oh. else that we can give? I, I, I don't know the criteria if we're just talking music. Yeah, it has to be. It has to if be. It's an just music. I know it has to be an artist, but are we just talking music? You get what I'm saying? No, now that it you have set this tone for influential, now that you broke it down and told us, like, okay, it doesn't have to necessarily be records. You just got to be an artist first and foremost, and then your influence on the world. Yes. So who would be third? I mean, Beyonce is always in the running. Yeah. Because she's always doing something. Um, like, Black is King dropped this year, which was a huge impact on our culture. Right. Um, Beyonce is always going to be on the list. Honestly, the city girls. The city girls are relevant. 
JT got out, you know, at, was at the top of this year, at the end of last year, and they just came through stunting. Um, Chloe and Hallie were huge this year. Yeah, I like that one, too. Um, that's what she said, the City Girls, but the city, you're right, though. City Girls, talking about influence, I mean, they, they, it's hard not to DJ without playing a City Girls record. Like, it's really, really hard. You could really slide on a lot of artists, but City Girls are some of the hottest artists for DJs to play. Like, you can get away with playing any City Girls song. Yeah. Even some of their new tracks. And they came out with a few of them. Like, mm, I like that one. Okay, yeah. let's go to the next one. All right, so you, you don't have anything to say about WAP, though? Um, WAP, WAP exposed niggas for being like too too sensitive. Like some of y'all boys who had, you know, scared for y'all daughters to listen to that. I'm like, hip hop has been dominated by men talking about women our whole lives. And then got and never, silent when Throat Baby came out. Oh, they love them some Throat Baby though. Yeah, I mean, no, not I have not seen one person not like that song Throat Baby. Not yeah. one. Women person. included, because we don't be hating like. He that. says he wants to. Deep throat your throat until you choke, throat baby. Like, and niggas was like, niggas in the club like jamming to it. But WAP turned y'all off. Like, women shouldn't be like this. Y'all just exposed y'allself from being sexist ass. I'm just so glad old that, school men. that song so dropped this me. year. Y'all forgot about uh, uh, Ludacris or Plies? Like, I mean, what's your fantasy? I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. I mean, what about. Everybody. Pretty Pussy is Plies is one of his songs I first heard. <laughs> he sings Pretty Pussy. Like, and that didn't affect y'all or what our women should hear or our men should hear. We were jamming to that when we were younger. But now WAP. WAP sounds weaker when I think bring up some of those other songs. Like now the more WAP I keep is talking, definitely WAP was not weaker. Even that I mean, bad. and not just some of those songs that Never she heard no wet ass pussy. But there before. were some on, other songs. There were some other songs growing up that just were like Biggie talked about smacking bitches. Ten crack commandments. He taught us how to like the rules of crack cocaine. Dealing. But I'm talking about just oh, okay, my bad. Women. Just women. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talked about yeah. like hitting women or stuff like that. And I'm just I'm and I'm a Not huge Biggie fan. Yeah. It's just women don't. I mean, I'm sure there's women groups out there who don't like it either. So I'm not. But the social. It's women are a lot more forgiving to this that. Year like, is women that, accepted like their place in hip hop for so long, which is not good or bad. But what bad, I'm saying is I like mean, the women who sad a little bit. The women who have like women groups about songs like that are not the people listening to any hip hop. Right. Versus the men who like complain or the the men who complained about WAP, I'm like Y'all specifically <laughs> listen to all these other misogynistic like songs. Men, songs and men and don't got nothing to say about it. Like it was just, it was just. Hey, so listen, I was just so happy. Throw baby. I used to have to explain because... this to people, like you know, you know, even my pastor or people in general, how much I love hip hop, and I used to listen to these rappers, you know, portray an image that I didn't want to even be a part of. But it was so fascinating. So when I hear these rappers into gangs and violence, back in the day I'm talking about like drug dealing and all that, obviously I'm not going to pick it up myself, but I I was listening to it like it was a scary movie or or a hood movie. Like It was just so fascinating to hear these guys put this in rhymes. That's the beauty of it all. So, But then when I heard WAP, another moment, I just took it for the beauty of hip-hop again. That, you know, yeah, women are allowed to talk about and their And why do men and, think that if a woman drops a song, that that song is going to outdo... You raising your child. Right. Raise your child. 100%. Like, I remember, I'll never forget. 
Shout out to my girl, Dominique Dorsett. But I think it was in fourth grade, we had to talk about someone who inspires us. And she did an essay about Little Kim. (laughs) And she was like, and I just love her song, How Many Licks. And I was just like, oh my God. And we were like, Dominique, that woman is married, has a baby, has a house, is an entrepreneur. Not just a baby and and a child. No, she has a family. And has always been not just married super. and a kid that's like it's like yo she that's a family you know family like yeah she is doing well but go ahead keep on talk and, your shit like and she but even that's just not even just who she is now she's always been classy always been a leader always been like was miss patriot when we graduated high school like she's just a good at person and i'm like how did y'all think that a song or an artist was gonna have more impact on miss lisa her mom who was you know, a bomb as parent. You know, right. like that don't music don't outweigh parenting. So stop worrying about these artists and these songs raising your children. Jay Z said a line. Just that raise your like children. Jay Z said a line that kind of like puts that in perspective. He says Scarface the movie did more than Scarface the rapper to me. Still, that ain't the blame for all the shit that's happened to me. If that makes sense, like the movie was more influential to him. And he eventually became a rapper, is what he says in that line. It's like, so that doesn't explain for all the things that's happened to me. Like, so stop blaming anybody for how, how your life is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. No, you, you know, you can be influenced by so many different things and still turn out great. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. It's right. how you digest it. I mean, you put some things to the waste and some things you keep in for nutrients. <laughs> so that's what I got from like, you know, hip hop in general. Got you know rid of the waste and, and you know what is this alcohol? I've been talking like this. <laughs> All right, next thing, football came back. Yes, I'm I'm boycotting football. I'm, I'm not. It's not because I'm a Cowboys fan. It has nothing to do with the Cowboys. It has everything to do with the Cowboys. You know, y'all need to be woke. Like what? So y'all were just gonna forgive because they put end racism on their helmets? Please, Cowboys wow. suck. I admit, it sucks to be a Patriots fan right now, too. Oh, yeah. So you there with me. Like, I mean, it's bad, man. I mean, okay. Shout out to the NFL. You know, it's it's been a weird year. 2020 has kind of, like, ruined the NFL, too, in a sense. Like, people are getting COVID and can't play. Then they lost games and won games because mm-hmm. certain guys wasn't there. So it's been a mess. It's been mm-hmm. a mess. So, I mean, I enjoy, of course, I love football. And it's one of my earlier passions in my life when I played football. But, you know, it's, this year has been just weird. It has. And my Cowboys suck. They do. Like, what a twenty twenty for me. Like, uh, like you feel like almost like you're being picked on. Like my Cowboys are the well, worst. Well, LeBron's worst your favorite team. player, and he won. LeBron is my favorite player, and he did win. Mm. I mean, thank you, sis. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, needed that. I needed that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, that it sucks <laughs> for me. The Spurs me ain't even make the playoffs. Uh, Patriots. <laughs> The Bills won our division. The Bills, and the Bills are super good. I know, but uh, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> they, they haven't won a division in like 10 um, years. What else bad? Gators? Like 10 years. Gators? Gators. Got destroyed. Gators. Oh my god. Not goodness. only did we lose the SEC championship, then lost the bowl <sighs> game. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it. Hey, yo, um, 2020 has been bad, and it feels like they're picking on us. On ne- okay, next topic. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm getting teary yeah, thinking about it. Sports suck. Um, Except LeBron James. <laughs> Netflix dropped all those black UPN shows. Oh, I love that. Netflix has been holding it down for Negroes the last, I mean, outside of Monique. 
<laughs> but is it holding it Yikes. down for a little minute? You know, let it be the. Uh, I don't know if you have Dave Chappelle on your system, but when Dave Chappelle asked Netflix to close down their Chappelle show streaming, they did it right off rip. I talked about it last episode. Remember, yeah. I said that he was that he need he wanted people to take it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I saw that comedy special that you're talking about, that little clip. And um, yeah, shouts out to Netflix. I, I haven't got a chance to watch it. Ooh, I did watch a little bit of the uh, beginning of Monique. I mean, uh, Monique. Moesha? <laughs> Moesha. I said Monique because she's on my mind. Moesha. And who knew Moesha was such a bitch in the beginning of these episodes? Like, I'm like, ooh, Moesha mean. This season one? Yeah, Gia just caught another black woman. Oh, no. Moesha the <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. Moesha, the character, was being a little mean. I guess I'm... I, I, I always thought... They were all mean I always thought other, season though. one... That's how good of a show that is. Because I always thought the drama that came from that show was later on. But I didn't know that I was in tune to Moesha since season one. Yeah. So when I turned on season one, I'm like, oh, I remember this episode easily. And I remember, I'm like, wait, the drama happened in episode one? <laughs> but not the good, good drama. Oh, it gets it gets better and yeah. better as it goes. That's a very good show. But shouts out to all the black shows doing and getting there. I know they was well, happy to see them residuals come in and them checks when they came in. I mean, I know some some of those actors that have not as flourished like let's say a Brandy. I'm talking about that's what I was thinking about, right? I was thinking about all that cast that have you know didn't get their way in Hollywood after like maybe Moesha or any of the other shows that they put out. And I'm so happy that Netflix brought them back so they can get a little bit of. You know, some stardom now mm-hmm. and some respect. So, you know, there's some new. You said pe- outside of Brandy, right? Because she's straight. Yeah, Brandy's straight. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, um, sister, sister. Like, of course, the main characters are always going to be more or less good. And in my, I mean, I, and they went through their own struggles, but to see like the cast that we forgot about, to see their faces again, because they didn't, some, a lot of their castmates didn't flourish in Hollywood the mm-hmm. way like Brandy was able to still be rich and things of that nature. I, I'm happy for them to get on Netflix, get a new line. Because like, how about, my goddaughter and her cousins and like all, like I've known kids are watching these shows now, mm. and I'm like, oh wow, y'all y'all, y'all watching Sister Sister? What they was, love it. I'm like, oh, wow. What was crazy for me? Yeah, Sister Sister and One on One would be a great show for Amaya. Like, yeah, because I I I'm sure I wasn't that young, but like you were very young watching like I and I remember every single episode. Yeah. But and don't get it twisted, like you're watching soap operas before you start watching. The, so you're very young and watching TV, adult stuff. yeah, adult stuff. For um, sure. I will say though. One thing for me that stood out when I started watching the show because I watched, um, I streamed Girlfriends, all of the seasons of Girlfriends, and I streamed all of the seasons of Half and Half. And I screamed all of the seasons of Girlfriends, and I screamed all of the seasons of, um, why do I keep saying screamed? I streamed. Wow. <laughs> and you just kept letting it happen. I streamed all of the seasons of Girlfriends and all of the seasons of Half and Half because those are the two shows I hadn't seen already. And I was just, what I noticed is how many freaking celebrities were popping up up as guests on the show or as like, um, what's the word? Like short-term characters. Yeah, like Um, when you watch, like I love one of the episodes in Martin, right? Talking about just old black shows. Uh, when Biggie came on there, I watched that episode often. Like, yo, that's really Biggie Smalls on Martin. Like, but even on like, if you look at Moesha, there's an episode where they go to like, I think it's, I think it's the image. I think it's some type of. I think it's some type. It was some type of concert, and everybody was in that episode. Like 
everybody was in that episode. <laughs> Freaking um, Escape was in it. Um, I forgot who the headliner was. There I were think, I think I forgot who, who's in. Was it Fredro or Star? Was it uh, Sticky Fingers? Was in the show like Onyx? The other one. The other one, I, yeah, I think they were <laughs> not sticky fingers. Whoever the opposite, yeah, 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 Fredro Starr. Fredro, yeah. I think, yeah, and yeah. then I think, um, did, but he was, but he was a main character. Was yeah, he was a main character. Yeah. Was Brandy on that show too as well one time? Yeah, so <laughs> that was an episode. I I didn't see it on the Netflix version, but I remember it I remember as a it. child. Kim was a huge Brandy fan, and Moesha couldn't sing. So that's what makes it extra funny. <laughs> Moesha couldn't sing, but Kim was a huge Brandy fan. Do you remember MTV Fanatic? Yeah. Moesha got Brandy to come for Kim's Fanatic. I miss this show. Like, that's just so creative. I yeah, love it. Good. Let's get to the next one because uh, we talk about, we giving. Yeah. So all those shows were, became available. We gave, on we gave that a lot of time because we missed those shows, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Gerbo and Black Youngster get <laughs> warrants in the same week. I mean,. I think the inevitable is coming. You know, I, shout out to both of them. I love both of them, really. Uh, G Herbal and Black Youngster. But when it comes to them being indicted or whatever case may be, they they kind of knew that was coming. I guess I wasn't too much surprised by it. I guess uh, that I believe G Herbal, both their cases are very serious, though. And um, I'm praying for them. I hope they do well out of those cases because, you know, Black Youngster just came out with a project with Money Back Yo that I thought was fire. Uh, I haven't heard a new G Herbal project in a minute, but social media wise, how he's been holding himself down on the things that he promotes, I've been a fan of G Herbal too as well. So I'm praying for both of them. I hope they get up out of there. Mm. Um, Obama's memoir drops, breaks um, all presidential. Yeah, memoir. man. Uh, shouts out, you know, to my boy. Oh, Bobby. busy. Oh, Bobby. Oh, I was about to say Bobby. Oh, <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. I love Obama. So, um, uh, his book. I we got our dad that book for Christmas, and um, beyond, I didn't get a chance to read it, and I'm, I, I hope to read it eventually. But what I did watch was his uh, his what's the, promo run, mm-hmm. and I heard him on different radios. I've heard his interviews. Obama's so damn cool, y'all. Like, forget what he did as a president. Just listen to the man as a man, and just admire that because that's where I'm on now. And just see him, his grace and his 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 mind is not to take for granted. I think we can learn from him still to this day. So I challenge y'all to go ahead and just YouTube some of the. I saw him on Jesus and Murrow, Breakfast Club. Like he does some like you know, cool things in the path of greatness, and I, I love mm-hmm. it. So I aspire to be somebody like Obama one day, but for sure, mm-hmm. love that man. I mean, <laughs> what do you think about um, the next thing is? Virtual award shows, performances, concerts. There's been a lot. I I wasn't prepared for this world. There's a little side of me. I don't want to be that guy who hates technology and where the world is going to and all that. But uh, I miss live concerts and I don't want the idea of like, yeah, I should stay in my home and watch this concert, take away from the experience of going. But this is the world we're living in. We're adjusting. So I do like the performances online because I did watch a few of them. But at the same time, like, yo, I'm, I hope this is not going to be the trend because I watched social media take over the world. And I've watched us become more into our computers than into uh, real life interaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared of like those slippery slopes like concerts online. You know, the thing is for me, I'm going to speak on this a little bit too. I am so just blown away by people's ability to adapt to this 
new world. Pandemic. Yeah. Um, there's just, we've just learned so much. Like my job, like we've learned so much about how we can develop teachers virtually, how we can develop teachers virtually. And that has been such a powerful thing to see, like the adaptability of it. All. 100%. Um, with the award shows, I noticed the same thing. Like there's just been this like ability to adapt and still have award shows and still have bomb performances. Like some of the biggest performances I've seen have been by Chloe and Hallie and it's in their backyard on their tennis court. Yeah. And they, but you can't tell. And I'm just like, wow, like tech is amazing. Yeah, man. Um, and I love, uh, I got goosebumps just thinking about the work that they still do to provide entertainment for all of us, you know, all the artists, all y'all out there, yeah. uh, those who are working, y- y'all, y'all give me goosebumps just being in the field still and pushing to entertain people during this pandemic. But yeah, it was a blessing in disguise though at the same time. But go ahead, sis. What we got next? Cause we got to, no, you got to celebrate tonight, man. I'm not trying to wrap you up, but we celebrate tonight. It's New Year's Eve. Let's go. Bombs. Bombs. There's a curfew. You don't have nowhere to go. I'm going to get drunk at home on 2K. (laughs) I know you were not rushing me for 2K. This is disgusting. So that brings me to my next topic. The PS5 came out. (laughs) The PS5 came out. Um, I'm just going to wait. I mean, the PS5 thing, I, I heard it's an urban myth. You can't find it. People who have gotten it, I'm shocked. Some of y'all are real creep for not like letting us know how y'all got y'all PS5s. So I'm not paying over. It's already $500. I, I refuse to buy it for, I'll pay 600 If anybody got it for $600, i will pay 600 But I'm not going to like $900 for it. Somebody bought a Do PS5. You drop his whole stimulus check on a PS5. Big facts. And a <laughs> <laughs> oh, big facts. What I had a friend of mine... Uh, sell somebody one in front of my eyes for $900. Like, mm-hmm. people were really going out there for their kids. And I was like, oh, so I need it now. I'm coming in 10 minutes. And they came and picked it up in 10 minutes for $900. i am not doing that. Shouts out to all y'all that are able to get y'all PS5. I'm jealous of y'all. 2020 has ruined even video games. Like, now there's nobody online on the old Xbox. I'm on Xbox S1. The Xbox One. And there's nobody to play with now. came out or something. The, right. It's the X series, and that's its own thing, or the S series, or whatever it's called. But the Xbox One is what. Why I is nobody online? Oh, because they're on PS Five or the new Xbox. Uh, if you're on the new Xbox, you can't play with people on the old Xbox. They're two different games now. That's messed up. Yeah, so they so you got to rebuy two K. I thought people weren't gonna do that. I'd like nobody's gonna rebuy two K. It's stupid. It. They did it. <laughs> yeah, my and homeboy- I mean it's ruined it. Like now I'm on the park with these kids who got their damn. Old Xbox for Christmas. <laughs> like, so now I'm playing with these 10 year olds. Like, yeah, your parents did you wrong, kid. She got you a PS5. Oh, that's funny. I, my homeboy had bought like five PS5s, and I was just like, bruh, what are you doing? Like, for what? And I was going off. He started a gaming truck. So he has. I saw that. Shout out to my boy Kareem. Yeah, Kareem did so, start. I saw that. It was and Kareem Jamal. and Jamal. And yeah, Jamal. okay. Yeah, I was about to say, shout out to both of them, man. I can't wait to sit there and get in that. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do like adult parties in there. I mean, I think anybody could rent it. I might rent that as a party bus. Like, I take just us to don't know what. And play video games. I don't know if it. I think it's supposed to park outside. It's supposed to park? Okay, see, I didn't know if we were moving with it. Yeah. Even if parking outside, I can see who I'm doing for my nephew soon. Oh, them boys are going to love it. Ooh, yeah. my. Remember, I tried to get a Mario game truck for his birthday. Did Mario listen to a podcast? Tomorrow, nephew, so. y'all. Yeah, I think so. I think he listens to parts. 
Now that hey, I know how much I just said his birthday gift on. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't hear this Bruh, episode. Well, we tried one year and it just didn't work out. But so right. maybe next year. Let's go. Oh my god, he's yeah. turning sixteen. Okay. He's turning sixteen in twenty twenty one. Oh my god, he needs a car. <laughs> Why is no one teaching him how to drive? Okay, no. we're having personal family yeah, 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 issues yeah, yeah, yeah. We need right to, now. Yeah, yeah we, oh my goodness. Y'all just, need to start teaching. He, he can get his permit. I'm going to start teaching him how to drive. You know, I can't wait. Oh, God. I can't wait. We're going around the neighborhood a few times. Okay. Um, King Vaughn, Mo, and FBG Duff. Is that his name? All passed away in very similar times. And we yeah. had, that was another big thing that happened in hip hop. We got 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Um, I had a debate. We have not been staying with time, but anyways. Yeah, because we got um, um, I had a debate with somebody the other day that said, like, you know, Eminem was one of the worst influence, but whatever. I ignored that and I was like, yo, drill music has had such an influence in hip hop. Drill, like. Not that type of drill. Talking about oh. like Chicago <laughs> drill music, like gangster oh. Chicago drill <laughs> music. Meant, like dance drill. You know, it started by like that whole Chief Keef, Little Dirk, you know, Little Reese era, and it has not let up. And we have watched two guys who are on top of their game and were supposed to have great years this year pass away because of like violence. And not sitting there saying that drill music was bad for hip hop, but it, it's it's done a lot of good, but it's brought a lot of bad. And I just hope that there's a wave of some artist that's not going to just having attacking the, the, the their neighborhoods. That's what I think drill music has brought. It's brought kids attacking their neighborhoods, but yet while these situations, while their while their friends travel and stuck alone, they become you know targets, and I don't like that. So I love drill music, but it has had a strong impact on our communities. I've lost some homies from the strength of what I thought drill music brought, because to to rap and to smoke somebody's body and stuff like that, that's what, that's what they say when it's like. I'm smoking on Pukilo when Gucci said that. A lot of those jits say things like that too. I'm smoking on your dead homie. His like ashes? Like his weed is grown from it. Like I'm smoking like, oh. like or his ashes. I believe that's where it came from because I remember like Pac and the outlaw smoked Pac's ashes because that's what Pac said in the track. You know, like, like my nigga smoked my ash, something like that. And they did that because they thought Pac really would want that. So, but that's supposed to be like, you know, love, and even though it's, supposed, it's bizarre, but it's still supposed to show love for, you know, somebody who, now these kids use that against each other mm-hmm. to bring up things. You know, Tuki, who they be talking about, smoking on Tuki, he was a 15-year-old boy. And, you know, because of the violence of drill music, they killed him at a bus station. So when you hear, shot, you know, I love Lil Dirk and Chief Keefe and them guys, but they spoke, they're talking about him. And now King Vaughn died, who's part of their group. So now they're, the, 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 FBD, FB Duck, their crew are laughing at King. There's no, they're not seeing a sense of what today brings. Somebody said this, young kids are dying to be remembered for forever. Yeah. Like kids are dying today to be remembered for forever, but that's not, that's not where it's supposed to be at. I know I gave that some time, but that, that's the, the, one of the saddest things I've seen out of 2020 is that we we still had that type of violence. We got two big stars on different sides of the fence killed each other like you know for the most part not saying they're saying exactly where they killed each other that hate and that crime and them targets that your your camps are putting on each other has killed you out and god rest your soul yeah. I, I pray that we're all forgiven 
I also like think about when Nipsey was here and all the work him and YG did together. And I like felt like if Nipsey wasn't gone, we would see that more and it would have made an impact. Like I feel like when Snoop, for example, worked with East Coast rappers and stuff like that, it changed the game and changed a lot of people's mindset. About yeah, when Jay Z messed with the, the South, UGK and whatnot, like, mm-hmm. the, like these, these, the, those are good things. But if we we continue to have, but we don't get Chicago to has guys who are enemies that live literally across the street from each other, and that's that. Uh, I'm not. And that's why that. I used um, uh, YG and Nipsey as an uh-huh. example first because Bloods and Crips, exactly, and that's something that everybody knows about. You know. And it just would have been nice and such a good influence. I just think they would have inspired. But yeah. I don't know. But sometimes I, I listen to these kids and I see them on these interviews and I'm like, they like. They seem so out of touch with reality yeah. and what really is what like, reality even Young is. Thug, you heard what your boy Young Thug said the other day? About Lil Wayne? About Jay-Z. How Jay Z don't got thirty songs that people know. Uh, he 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 he's clarified that. Like he's like I'm just saying, like that's the type of stuff that just be <laughs> dropping out of people's mouths, and I just be like, bruh. Even when he said it, he contradicted himself, kind of. Because he didn't bit. want to, he he didn't mean it to be an attack on whole. He just said, he like, didn't. But it, it it's worse when you hear. It. But he is also the same person who said he couldn't name two hundred three thousand songs. I'm like, are you yeah. from Atlanta? Like, what are you talking about? But I I do I do stand. Hey, when Young Doug talks, he stands ten toes down, and I respect the person who like feels the way they feel if they stand ten toes down about that. He does not like Andre two thousand, and like he's like because he says he's like he tried to work with Andre. I get that, so, but I mean, to he, say you don't know two songs, it's like those are the types of things we start to hear some of these kids say, and it's just like what y'all be taught. Like it just like that's why I've been telling you I love Corday so much because. I love people who are students of the game. Like, I love yeah, that's my preference for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So, what else? Oh, there's four more things I want to talk about. Next thing is I don't know what order to go in. Okay, I'm gonna go bottom up. Are we doing okay. 20 seconds then? We haven't been doing 20 seconds. We have not. But okay, for sure. let's, let's do the last four with 20 seconds then, right? We could try. For sure, let's go. So, the Fresh Prince reunion. That made me cry so damn much. I mean, the entire time I was just like. So much emotions. That's some of the one of the better things I've seen to see both Vivians come through and show each other love and embrace. To hear to watch that um apology uh note between the first Vivian and um Will was very special. I don't know. I was I I listen, twenty twenty has brought so much. Will Smith definitely blessed us with one of those moments. I think he timed that perfectly to bring though that cast back in there and so I was an emotional wreck like I just this is like a debate literally the best song I'd be like your time is up right (laughs) just be saying what you want to say I'm gonna finish (laughs) um I I, I'm gonna close it out with that is that uh that show is you know it's my second favorite show of all times behind Martin and um when I when I watched that moment I called Gertie immediately the next day. I said, how much did you cry? She's like, I cried the whole time. I was like, yeah. It was just, it I brought so much so nostalgia. Much. You know, uh, rest in peace to Uncle Phil. Like, when I see... First things first, rest in peace to Uncle, Uncle Phil. Phil. Like, yo, like, when, when they had that moment oh, about Uncle Phil and watch his acting skills as an adult versus being in the moment, was it was unnatural for me at the time to not have him on this earth and I was very sad but mm-hmm. well that was a great thing let's go to the next one I- I'm ready 
Well, you can talk about it. Go ahead. How you felt? I was sad about the James Avery portion, but I also didn't realize, like, what stood out to me the most on the special was that it was only five seasons. Yeah. And it was so impactful impactful in five seasons. I was thinking about shows that I watched. Like, I had just streamed Girlfriends, which I think Girlfriends is also an amazing show. Let me not talk about Girlfriends because that one was phenomenal. But I, like, just streamed Half and Half as well. And Half and Half is four seasons, but it's, like, for a lot of people, it goes unmemorable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which is a good show, too, but it was just, like, it just didn't have the impact. And I was like, it was only five seasons versus, like, a Seinfeld or, you know, Friends, I think, was about that long, too. Or Simpsons, you know, those things have been around forever. For, forever. And for that show to only, even The Office has had more than that many seasons. And those are shows that have had big impacts on the community, but it makes sense. You've been out for forever. Right. Versus a show that's only was out for five seasons and had such a strong impact. It like, was amazing, man. It was I mean, so good. Will's one of my favorite, you know, people in this world, you know, as a uh, as a black man, you know, somebody who I inspire and look up to. Will Smith has to be on that list, you know. And uh, he brought something special. I know he had a strong doing in that, and I, I thought it was beautiful. The, the ladies... Them black black don't crack because Hillary's still fine, Tatiana's still fine, even the Vivians look fine to me. I was like, what the what's it, man? I I love me some black people. Let's go. It was really good. Black don't um, crack. Call the police. On- I like these last three. Okay. Let's go. Um Okay, I know what order I'm gonna go in. Okay, black people got superpowers on December 21st. What are your powers? 27th. Um, I built this rare power. It's called laziness. And um, all I've been doing was getting lazy. On the 21st, that day exactly, I didn't do nothing. I was just so lazy. I'm like, everybody's supposed to be getting these powers. And I'm like seeing people flying outside. I saw my dog like travel. Like, yo, what you doing? He's like, man, I got flying powers. And I'm over here just getting lazy. You know what I'm saying? While other people are getting their powers, I'm over here getting lazy. So I've been eating, snacking, drinking. I did see you eat candy the other day. That was like I don't even like candy like that. Mm. I mean, I do like candy, but that's that was my power. What was your power? I don't know what my power is yet. I know what my kryptonite is. Filthiness. Sorry, y'all. Right, she's been trying me this last couple of weeks. I have not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Oh my god! This has been your power. It's new year, new me. I forgot how to spell, so I know what my kryptonite is. The other day, I was trying to spell sugar, and I put S-H-O-O-G-E-R. And I think I got to the G when I realized... I mean, you didn't spell that word wrong. You definitely said sugar. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't talking about the sugar that we eat. The other day, I was trying to spell torturing. Like, you're torturing me. And I put T-O-R-C-H... E-R. Torturing. Torturing. You didn't spell that wrong neither. I mean, like, that whatever that word is, you didn't spell it wrong. Torturing. And I think there was another word, and I was just like, and I just start doing it. Like, I just start typing it. With torturing, I spelled the whole thing out, and I didn't realize it was wrong until I got the red squiggly line. And I was like, Y'all put so much in these superpowers that y'all made me just realize what I do wrong. All my weaknesses. So I'm like, yeah, I'm laughing at it through these memes. Like, oh, we about to get power on the 21st. But when I woke up on the 21st, I thought about it. And I usually wouldn't think about powers or nothing like that. But all I did was like, yo, I didn't pick up nothing. All I did is, all I am is just a lazy freaking slob. That's all I realized. I think my power... 
I haven't gotten a hangover since the 21st. Oh, yes. I, I realize I don't Maybe get Maybe I'm sick. a better drinker. Y'all, I do think these hand sanitizers and masks, I think they work. I don't know if signs never told but that, us it before. But you knew that before the 21st. I, don't, I never knew that because I obviously was never sanitizing as much as I do now. Not since and the 21st, staying my distance. Though. But Oh, not the 21st. Yeah. I'm just talking about, oh, I think some of the things I noticed was that I haven't been sick for a very long time. Right, but we're talking about powers. What was your power since the 21st? I haven't had I a might... hangover since the 21st. Oh, since the 21st? Yeah. Girl, that's just a couple... <laughs> <laughs> and I want to bet you lying because we got drunk the other night. I did not have any hangovers. I've been drinking. I drink two bottles of water. Me and her had this conversation about being a little bit too lit. Yeah. Oh, that, that water. Yeah. And I take two. So that water. You heard about water? That water gets you right. And multivitamins. That is the secret. You have changed my life buying me that container of multivitamins. I think that's been some of the the best things that saved me in 2020 alone. Gio, my health and everything has changed dramatically because my sister bought me multivitamins. Yeah. This is how you. Secret. And the gummies. But when they don't make drink. me feel. You know, multivitamins make your stomach hurt. <laughs> But when you drink, after you're done drinking, take two multivitamins, an Advil, and drink like two bottles of water, you will never have a hangover again. Because you're trying to ch- Y'all chase welcome. death. It says on the thing not to take more than two multivitamins. And you taking more just in case? Let's just go to the Yeah, let's go to the next one. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, <laughs> the out here selling multivitamins under the table, y'all. I heard it. So I listened to... I listened... I listen to the Stuff You Should Know podcast, and they have an episode on hangovers, and it's so good, and it's so helpful. Anyway, um, but yeah, vitamins let your lights, you. man. Let your lights too, y'all. Get y'all Gatorated after y'all drinking, or um, my homeboy coconut does, water, coconut water. My homeboy does um, Pedialyte, and that helps him. Not get yeah, hangovers. all that you got to get a dose of electrolytes, you'll be fine. Um. Okay, so we got our superpowers. Okay, the vaccine. Um. The vaccine, I, 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 like I said, I'm, I'm definitely with my peoples of being like very critical on how this, how fast this vaccine came. Um, to our last president, 45, he broke up a pandemic office that might have been more prepared for anything like this, but because we didn't have that office in place, because he just wanted to erase everything Obama did, we had no nothing prepared for this so i'm definitely not trying to buy things on the first trial because i don't buy things on the first trial so i let things see how it plays out the new iphone came out you won't see geo in line for it early i want to see how y'all like it and fill it out first so that's i'm gonna treat the vaccine it's out here i'm not completely against it y'all i've have i have cousins who are in the medical field that have uh broke down different notes on how they feel they have taken the vaccine they give me a little bit more hope and i know that n- a lot of people out there who are listening might not have the luxury of having two people who are in the medical field of that nature but i i can tell you i can reassure you there's some things that are that are not as scary as the public is making it seem so do your research uh take it if you feel like it I, i'm not against it but i'm still waiting yeah. For me, I am not against the vaccine because it came out quickly. I was actually just talking to my best That's friend. That's what really scared me originally because not having, you know, they're like, this is unprecedented times. Like, this came, this vaccine came out way faster than anyone. I'm like, that scares me the more y'all say that. Yeah. But, like, I was talking to my best friend who is in the medical field. Um, she's a doctor. And we were talking and... It's not the quickness of it for us. Like, okay, talk to it, me. It's the history that America has with vaccines and black people that that scares me. So I just don't trust this country and giving vaccines to black people. Um, but I, the quickness doesn't bother me because 
technically, like, there's been another coronavirus. So now that we know the science behind making a vaccine, okay. making a vaccine under this amount of time isn't super preposterous. Okay. Um, but my fear personally was just like, mm, I need all these other people to try it. I mean, I see black people trying it too, so I'm not against them, but like... Facts. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah, you know. But I, like I said, uh, let's let's all just pray together and uh, hope for the best because it's not pray before friend. this episode. Now we have to pray on the episode. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's the first. I, yeah, y'all, we pray before each and every episode, and I try to pray before I DJ too. That's some new practice I'm trying to add in. Twenty twenty taught me that. Okay, I'm ready for my last one. Okay, let's go. Okay, so technically first, this is 19, not 20. Okay. Because <laughs> I couldn't think of a 20th thing. Oh, uh, you had um, that 20. <laughs> so I'm not going to I lie. saw the list. I was like, <laughs> so did you leave that for me to open up? Well, I, I was know. going to ask you something go ahead. for you to fill it in, but you it I wanted to talk about Clubhouse. That is number 19. Wow, this. that's some of the newest things you brought up. I love Clubhouse so much. It's one of the new apps that I feel like it's really about that boss talk. So you go onto that platform and have to be invited. And when you're being invited into those situations, you only find yourself in rooms about anything that you actually love. Yeah. So I was I got invited by my sis, so she knew what I needed to see. It was more of a force. A force. <laughs> Get on Clubhouse now. Yeah. So I've been uh I've monitored uh or been a moderator in a few of the chats and have spoken my word. You've been uh, on the stage or you've been a moderator? What what's the difference? Like a stage is like you Did you make the room? Yeah. No, 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 I did not make the room yet. Oh, okay, then you were probably on the stage. Yeah, I was just on the stage where they asked me to talk and put inputs, mm-hmm. right? And I've loved it. I've talked to some guys. Like, the other day I was talking to Grind Mode. I was talking to DJ Meat. Uh, I talked to some one dude. Like, and then it's, it's just so fascinating to hear people that have been watching your career and uh, want to work with you in that fashion. Social media, uh, when it comes to Facebook, IG, or Twitter doesn't give you that justice. You just think people are showing you love because they can just retweet something. But when you hear somebody's voice say like, yo, G, I've been watching. I haven't met you in person yet, but I know a lot of my homeboys who tell me you like the Raws. I'm like, wow, that's Aww. lets me know I'm working though. So <laughs> I suggest everybody try to get up on there. And let's I didn't keep- know what, what button I pressed, <laughs> but I was trying to make something. <laughs> I pressed that the wrong one, sorry. That's what you wanted? That's what you wanted? <laughs> So it's it's definitely a networking app that I recommend everybody getting a part of. It's it's a beautiful app. And I, I, I hope we keep it the same. I've seen some like sex rooms and all that. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I'm talking about the bosses. Like if you really if you want to hear DJs talk to artists, get on that clubhouse. Yeah. It's crazy because um like when it first started, it was an opportunity for people to be able to talk to celebrities, which I thought was interesting, which was cool. It's like, okay, I wanna learn how to you know, have a great podcast. So I'm going to be able to be in a room and hear from Joe Budden, for example. Um, but then it's expanded beyond that. So it's really cool. Um, I have three invites available if anybody's interested. Uh, <laughs> drop it in yes. the comments when we post this and or reach out to us. Um, follow us on Clubhouse. Yes, I am, man. It's the same as my Instagram follow uh, handle. So Special at, shout out to all of y'all. But go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was just saying. Was my just Clubhouse. Behind the scene, like just clapping. Go ahead. Keep talking. So my... I want people to hear my Instagram handle. Oh, go ahead. My, my clubhouse handle is the same as my Instagram handle. So at L-A-G-E-E-G-E-E. 
And what's your uh, Clubhouse Same thing, handle? At DJGIO954. Yeah, so follow us on Clubhouse. So I've been thinking a lot about the podcast and how we can bring the podcast to Clubhouse. I been thinking that too that's so funny said that like i'm gonna start doing one for mondays on mogul mondays so have artists come talk to me. so i'm i i was gonna set up a room with you dang so you wasn't gonna tell me box. all your ideas i came up with it today it's written that's down a today. Good one. <laughs> okay. it's a good one so i was about to get in the chat like you know live from the green box like come chop it up with us and you know let people like have a podcast we're chopping up with us yeah. we just have an each and every maybe just some make. special episodes um right some of the people that we know follow Consistently, we're gonna find a way to have this on that platform while we're doing the episode live. And I next year, uh, we're definitely gonna have a live podcast viewing, a live podcast party next. What next year? Oh, I think next day, next episode, next month. All right, you got a lot of big plans (laughs) for Live from the Green Box uh, for 2021. So that was our 20 for 20, even though it was 19. I'm gonna think of one more thing. in this year, 20 seconds, 20 seconds, what did you learn in 2020? Literally 20 seconds this time. Okay, so. literally it's 20 seconds. What have I learned? That you, I need people more than I thought I did. Like, you need people to have clutches to help you out. Like, you know, we're all human. We're all connected. And I think that's God's work that he wanted us to be in that place of you know, holding each other accountable and holding each other's clutch. So that's what I learned. I learned that I really need y'all. He doesn't subscribe to that. <laughs> uh, don't you have a little bit of lingering like after talk? Like I don't think you're supposed to. The 20 seconds are done, but don't we like recap it anyways? No. You have done that? Watch. Go ahead. What have you learned, Gertie? I share my perspective, but I don't get timed because I'm the game host you're not this is my it's your we're gonna learn this yeah no no don't try to give it back to me now i think you just took it i could drop a bomb too the wrong one that's a good one there you go (laughs) (laughs) but i'm the game show host so i can do what i want like steve harvey on family feud but that that make that's not that's just oh we gonna talk about that next episode though yes because Lori harvey is potentially dating michael b jordan but we're gonna talk about that later yeah okay so thank you all so much for tuning in to our final episode of the season. We got to close out the, the lights. It has been a great season and I am just grateful that you have trusted me with being your manager. Um, and yeah, we've just done a lot of great things. I have more to say, but. I don't anymore. No, no, no. I'm I'm completely grateful for everybody here that's been helping us out. Um, especially shout out to our producer and you, sis. Like you have been amazing through this whole process. You're one of the backbones that keeps this thing afloat. So I appreciate you so much. So, um before the streetlights come home and you have to announce the December employee of the month. Right. <laughs> um Inquiring minds wanna know. Uh first and foremost, let's just say Dear Lord, thank you so much for everything you have given us. You have exposed this world for some of its demons, and the righteous have adapted, and we have learned through your compassion for us. And we thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This year has been such an eye-opener. I cannot think of a worse year than 2020. We've all been through some tough times, but this year just feels a little bit evil. 
you've all been exposed. The lockdown has forced us to find and create new avenues for money. It's been scary. It's been lonely out there. As a DJ, you can only imagine what I was going through. I feared that this was the end of my career, to be honest. That who knows how long we'll be locked up for and who's going to care when we come back out. I was scared, but I found hope in God, y'all. I learned the power of love. This podcast has helped me connect to y'all in a way that I could never imagine. It helps me promote love and hope. And this podcast has been one hell of experience. This world is shaping up to be a world of distance and social media. It's become a new way to show affection and compassion. But I still believe in networking and connecting with people in person. Reach out to people and let people hear your voice. Don't be afraid to tell your friends and family that you love them for no reason at all. Love isn't a holiday that you celebrate once in a while. It should be in your everyday life. As I'm writing this, I'm listening to one song by my boy, Boosie Badass. And to me, it's going to be the song of the year, and it's simple. Man, I love my niggas, and all my niggas love me. Man, I love my niggas until eternity. That's my jam for tonight. I want y'all to listen to that. Just show love, show compassion. If all of us have that same energy going to 2021, I cannot see us failing. It's this year, 2020, has exposed to evil. Let's go into it with love, y'all. God bless y'all. You know what it is. Beep, beep.